Welcome back to the Two Average Gyms podcast, the unofficial podcast for the University of Georgia football. We are coming to you live from a very special place. We started week one right here in the Mandalay Bay Sportsbook watching the dogs crush the Oregon Ducks. And, man, we had a blast. I've got to say thank you so much to Mandalay Bay Resort and Casino out here in Las Vegas. They have not only hosted us, but now they, are, they have brought us into the damn studio for the show. So we're bringing you the show today from Mandalay Bay Resort and Casino Sportsbook. We've got a very special guest coming in. Huge thank you to Mike Perenio. He runs the place here. Um, to, for, for us to be able to be in here, like we said from the beginning, Jimbo, this was something we, we started in a bar like by accident. Yeah. People thought it was cool, so we've turned it into something, and now it's just going. And that's a big thank you to the fans out there that are watching, that are listening, that are supporting us, subscribing, following. We need that social media interaction for sure. Jimbo, the dogs are on fire again, 55 nothing. We've got a lot to talk yeah. about today. We are in this <clears throat> the most grand of place. Speaking of grand, MGM Grand and Bet MGM is a big deal out here. Yeah. For all of you folks who like to gamble, you got to go Bet MGM. It's a really big deal, okay? And they're giving us this chance here, Jimbo. Um, before we get to our special guest, which we're going to get to very soon, uh, he's a very, very busy man, and we got to get him the heck out <laughs> of our stupid little world here. But, Jimbo. How you feeling? In Vegas, here we are at Mandalay Bay, hey. in the sportsbook, in their studio. What do you got? Yeah, I mean, it feels amazing to be here. Incredible opportunity, like you said. Thank you to everyone involved for helping us make this happen, helping us produce it. Everybody behind the scenes, thank y'all. I wish I was feeling a little better. I hit it pretty hard last night, still <laughs> kind of recovering. As you can see, I'm trying to hydrate and recover, so I apologize if I'm a little all over the place this episode. Not feeling 100% A little bit of the Irish night. flu, as they say, in but, our homeland. Uh, this is really, I mean, I feel like I'm on cloud nine now. This is incredible. Super fun time. And um, I'm just really excited to get into it. I'm excited for our special guest interview and just yeah. a great show. Well, we got to thank our man, Ron Elwood, who I've been with for a very long time. Uh, I wish Ron could be in here with us today, but he is out at a member guest somewhere, which is pretty much how he spends his life every week. <laughs> but we're very thankful for Ron, and uh, we're also very thankful for for Mike and the team, uh, Dez and Ken putting this thing together for us. Uh, we came all the way out here from Florida. Now we have this official studio. We've got the sports book right behind us. There's yeah. people everywhere. There's about 90 screens in here. We're going to talk incredible. about some really, really cool insider stuff, Jimbo, in the yeah. world of sports betting. We have our picks every week, which you guys know. We usually do it at the end. We're bringing it to the beginning today yep. because of our special guest. Yeah. Should we get into right into it? I think so. Okay, yeah. well, life on the road continues here for the two average gyms, and I'm very, very, very proud to welcome in our special guest, Mike Perennio, who runs the sports book here at Mandalay Bay uh, Resort and Casino. Mike, thank you so much for all you've done for us, even before we got into this goofy game of podcasting, and thank you so much for this really cool opportunity to be together with you today. Uh, I appreciate you having me on. We love to get a hold of fans of other places tell them about vegas what we do here and i promise not to tell your dad you had a rough night last night. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes i think i think the word on the street is out i think it's it, out mike it is uh, i think it, definitely you, you out. can tell when you look at them and maybe me too it was a long evening uh first night in las vegas you can't ever ever fight back that energy yeah opening night you just it's kind of ride a wave. It's tough. Kind of ride a wave. We uh, we had a great day out at Shadow Creek yesterday. Nice. Got to thank all the guys out there: Monty Montgomery and D Wayne and 
LJ and Rhonda and our caddies. Uh, I mean, everybody's just top shelf. This whole place, everything oh, about awesome. is top shelf. So, Mike, we know you've got to go. We're thrilled that you're here. We want to talk about all things sports book, betting, action. I mean, you're here. You run the show. People are in here gambling all the time. They're gambling on everything from, I mean, football, basketball, I mean, everything, right? Yeah. Horse racing. It's yeah. all going on. It's all happening right under your watch. And I know that you're very astute to the numbers. You're very astute to the to what's going on with the odds, where are the bets. And I know you and yourself put some picks out there from time to time when you go on television. So I'd love for you to tell our viewers and our listeners, tell us some stories. Give us some stories about this place. Well, I don't do many picks, but like Super Bowls, it's one game. So yeah. over the last three years, I've kind of started a little legend on Super Bowls. Last year on uh, one of the shows I do is VEASAN Sports Network, and it's a very good show. They asked me about the Super Bowl. I said, I like the Rams in the first quarter, money line covers. I like the Rams the first half, money line covers. Check. And they go, well, what about the game? I go, you know what? You don't need to pick a winner of the game. The game's going to probably end in three points. And if you pick either team to win by exactly three points, it's seven to two, nine to two some places. So I gave that out. So a little prop action to, on who won the Super Bowl. And you went 3-0. and Yeah. 3-0. That is awesome. 3-0, and ladies and gentlemen, that the Super Bowl. That is incredible. But I do have some advantages here. The year before yeah. with the San Fran and Kansas City, we used the, the, what's happening in the book to kind of explain why I liked the Chiefs that year. And it was Kelsey was minus 160 to score a touchdown. And the Niners tight end was even money. So obviously Kelsey was a big favorite over him to score a touchdown. And I basically said, if we think Kelsey's going to score a touchdown, you know Kansas City's probably going to win the Super Bowl. And, of course, that's what happened in that game also. Man, so. how cool is that? That's so cool. I was just about to say, that's, like, an amazing way to analyze the games. And, think like, it's just such a – like, I don't think many people think that way. No. I don't think many people have the access to kind of look and follow that analytical side of things. But, I mean, I think about it, like – I've been on the Rams to cover just because I like Matthew Stafford. Right. Like, yeah. there was no logic. It was yeah. no no analysis. I was just like, yeah, I like that guy. And I think that's what so many people do. And yeah. it's great entertainment, and they love it. But at the end of the day, they don't do very well gambling. Yeah, not everyone <laughs> you know? obviously has the information I yeah. see, like wise guys betting, mm -hmm. public, who the public's betting is. You don't, you want to go against that. Sure. If everybody's betting in parlays and not straight bets, you want to go against the parlay bettors too, generally speaking. It's just something you want to kind of keep an eye out. I think it'd be great if you could just call me and Jimbo every week <laughs> on the show and just tell us what's happening, and then we'll put our picks out. Because we started off the year pretty hot. We really did. I was 10-5. and five. Jimbo was 9-6. and six. We followed that up. I was 0-4-1. <laughs> and I've been mediocre since. I'm in a slump right now. Jimbo's been doing better than I have. Um, but we don't have that, right, right, that professional angle, the data. A lot of people do. Yeah. The pros are only 56 58%. Right. That's how hard this is, right? And people are out there thinking they can win because they're betting on a game like Jimbo, he said, with his heart, right? right. Because he loves Matthew Stafford. He's a dog. He's a DGD, right, Jimbo? Mm -hmm. Well, Mike, you're in here. You see action all the time. Um, there's got to have been a time where I can imagine – with as passionate as our fans are, there's got to have been a time where some dog came in here and made a wager or did something or some story, anything around that? Yeah, well, I mean, Georgia, teams like that, we're going to have some big action. And we we had a big guy come in and bet Georgia uh, at 10-to-1 big money in previous you know championships. 
And when the, so last year pre right, before pre, we won before you won okay. ten to one earlier so in the early, year. Okay. He comes walking in on the championship day, and I see him coming up, and I go, "He's coming up. He's going to hedge his bet because it was seven figures." So which he, would woo. so which would make sense if you think about it. He's got seven figures at ten of to winnings, one yeah. to win if they if we win. But then he's thinking, right? As a gambler, as most really good gamblers do, they're going to look at that and go, "Okay, well." I might hedge. I should yeah. hedge, well, right? Well, I always hedge at least to get a free bet. Yeah. In that case, yeah. that you might want to do more. So he comes walking up, and I go. I told the ticket writer, I go, get ready. He's going to punch the other side. And uh, no, no, he put six figures more on George. Unbelievable. <laughs> uh, and I've got all kinds of stories like that that happens all the time where guys come up and you think they're going to do something, and they do the opposite. But uh, he's a true gambler, and, uh, of course, you know, good for him. Oh, that's it, great. Yeah. That was a, a nice score. Do you guys uh, – are you guys hiring? I feel like I want to work here. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, I, could you get the two average to. gyms in here somehow yeah. just to yeah. be here? Or just, I don't know what we could do or what talent we have for you, but if we could just be here to learn about that stuff and be a part of it, that exactly. would be Yeah. I was, be I was actually talking with my wife. I go, when I retire, I think I still need to keep a job, like just coming in and writing tickets on Saturday <laughs> oh, and Sunday. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just to it. keep getting that information. So <laughs> what, would, be awesome. what would you like if you were to give folks advice? First of all, 1 800 Gambler, if there's any issues, we always say that. <laughs> right. Jimbo and I always talk about that, right? It is entertainment. It, it yeah. is entertainment, right? And we are certainly not professionals. We're not trying to predict that in any way or project that in any way. But I will say, on, on the other side of my mouth, BetMGM, very important, right? Yeah. That's what you're going to be doing. If you're going to be doing some gambling, having some fun, some entertainment, BetMGM's the spot, right? Right. That is the spot. Can you talk about that at all? Yeah, I mean, BetMGM and that mobile app, which is going everywhere, not Georgia yet, but almost everywhere else, is getting more and more legalized. So, uh, And you get the advantage of that, not just betting regular bets, but you have in-game wagering. And there's example after example that I, I can give you where a team gets off, a, an underdog gets off to a big lead, and you might be able to catch a middle by doing in-game play, you know, because uh-huh. you might get the actual favorite plus points. So you got both teams maybe plus points if the dog goes out early and gets ahead. Man, we could have so done that with the Jaguars a, of, yeah. a couple times <laughs> yeah. this year. And Jeez. the other great advantage, you guys know across the street we have Allegiant Stadium, which is walking distance from here. We're like the home of Allegiant Stadium. You can be sitting in there at the game, betting the game in progress from your seat while you're watching the game at a legion. Man, how so cool man, is you know, that's that that's is, the future of, yeah. of gambling, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. being able to have fun at a game while you're watching the game. And to be honest with you, in game, a lot of wise guys use that because you can get big middles, and it's also you get a chance to instead of betting the game, they wait to see what happens in the first five minutes, and then, and they, then bet. they bet. Yeah. See so, the flow of the game. Yeah. I mean, the line's going to be adjusted going. if it doesn't. Right. But still, you have some feel for the game. Uh, and it seems to work for those guys, but it's a lot of extra hard work. You almost have to do it full time. How are the fans, speaking of football, I know it's not the dogs, Jimbo, but we're here in Vegas. We're talking about a lot of Vegas stuff this week. It's a bye week for the dogs, so it kind of makes sense. Slide out here. We have a lot of work stuff that we're doing. I know it may not sound like that. We may not be treating our bodies as well as we should when it comes to a work situation, but we've got a big international conference this week for our real jobs. But how are the fans here, as far as football goes, how are they tracking towards this Raider team? Well, obviously they had pretty good success right out of the gate, so it's huge. Nobody realizes how big the Raiders are here in Vegas. I mean, to the city itself, MGM Resorts, of course, because we're the center of everything. But 
people actually moved here from Northern California. Person after person comes to the counter. You got season tickets? Yeah, we used to live in San Francisco. We moved here. Like, so you quit your job? Yep, we all quit, moved, sold our house. Of course, they all sold their houses for a lot of money in sure. California. Yeah, you right. move here and buy a, 10 times the size of house you have there or downgrade and not have a job. But people actually, Raider people, moved here with their families in tow, and everyone came, and a lot of people did that. They were hardcore Raider fans. I mean, they're passionate. They moved here. Yeah. They're passionate group. I'm sure you guys have the same kind of passion. We do. I tried to wear my Georgia colors. This is as close as I have. Yeah, well, so. we got so nice. we're going to have to fix that because that's yeah. a little bit more like South Carolina. Yeah. I don't even want to say it's like Alabama. Well, I'm, I'm a Nebraska grad, so this is okay. kind of crimson. Yeah, there we go. Cream. Yeah, nice. we got to keep the crimson word out of our brains. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's, yeah. That's, well, although, you want to remember last week all you can. So. Last Well, last week, yeah, that's interesting, Jim. But well, we're going to talk about Alabama, Tennessee this week. Talk about what we love talking about when we beat Alabama last year in the national championship. Go dogs! Uh, <laughs> but Mike, before we let you get out of here, um, you know Jimbo and I we're doing this show, father and son. We have a lot. We have a lot of lot of fun. We got fans all over. It's it's fantastic. We're getting into the the, the middle and the meat of the college football season, and when you see people coming in here. Day after day, weekend after weekend, I know the thing lights up during Saturday, college football Saturdays. We've been here for that, Jimbo, opening week uh, one, Oregon. It's incredible. Do you see anything from a – I know we're out west, but do you see an SEC push out here like we think is sort of around the country? Do you yeah. see any of that? Yeah, of, yeah. I mean, Vegas is kind of unique. Now we have the Raiders, but until then, it's people from all over the country, mm -hmm. basically, in this town, all right. over the country. So there was no favorite. Now there is, obviously. But, uh, yeah, it's because it's the best conference. I mean, who are we kidding? I mean, the Big Ten has some people. Uh, but it seems like uh, people gravitate towards good conferences. They want to see those games. Uh, you guys have a, a good path to it, except... Now you've got three road games coming in a row against yeah. ranked teams. Yeah. And unfortunately, you're playing a good team this next week, I guess. Mm. But are you going to look past that? That's what us handicappers and bookmakers are thinking. Everyone, and I looked at some social media and web pages, and everyone's talking Tennessee, Tennessee, and kind of bypassing this next game. And uh, that's interesting from a handicapping standpoint. So I think when you say, are we going to look past it, I think the better question is, do you think we're going to look past it? <laughs> yeah, that's true. Because you're going to know before we do, that's for damn sure. Yeah, we already think you're looking past it. You can, you don't have to be behind the scenes here. You can just look at social media and the web pages, and you can tell no one's really talking about that game. They're already talking about Tennessee, which is it should be. I mean, that could well that's, determine that's, the national that's a, championship. That's a big you, game. you saw the odds, though. I mean, Georgia is the favorite, obviously, with Alabama right behind them. And Tennessee is eleven to two, and if I'm not mistaken, didn't they creep ahead in the polls? Are you talking? They did. They did. Yeah. They got it. They went up to number but three. We don't have them number. You right. Know, they're number three on those three teams. Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. So they're Tennessee on the all the. We've got all the data here uh, that Mike <laughs> gave us before we came on. So Tennessee, these are real time odds, basically. I know Mike probably has them off his head, and maybe they're about eighteen hours old, but. Uh, well, they our, could change right now while yeah, we're talking. But yeah, so right, on, our, yeah. on our printouts right now, Mike, it looks like uh, Ohio State looks to be the favorite for the Natty, right, at 7-4. to four, And then we're coming in right behind them 2-1. Right, yeah, it's one. basically the same. Alabama's just behind us. 
uh, and Tennessee's 18 to one. Yeah, that's... right. They're ranked third in the country, but that puts them at where are they on here, Jimbo? They're, that about puts the them about fifth. Fifth, sixth, yeah. sixth. Yeah, because yep. yeah, they got so Michigan for some reason at 16 to one. Right, which is probably yeah. not good. Yeah, right. I wouldn't take so. that bet. Everybody, I don't know if you they heard that. Uh, yeah. Orange Bowl last year, Jimbo <laughs> was on the field. Yep. Uh, got his Orange Bowl ring. I don't know if you brought it with you, but uh, Big Blue went down. They were they were just not a caliber team that could compete with us. And you heard it here first, 16-1. to 1. Don't bother wasting your money on that one. You heard it here first. Tennessee, I think, is still a wild card, Mike. Uh, be interesting to see what happens in the coming weeks because they have some tough games, too, yeah. coming. Besides Every us, game's tough, right, right? in that At conference. At this point, I mean, it's getting yeah. tough. So as the folks are coming out here, um, do you notice a trend? Like, is it because we're out west, are there are the folks, are they coming out doing Pac-10 stuff, or is it really about who are the favorites, the SEC guys, all that kind of stuff? Yeah, uh, you're right. There is a – I mean, the BetMGM obviously is all over the country. Sure. We have, so we get action on pr- pretty much everywhere. But – uh, we definitely get West Coast bias here. Yeah. Uh, we get dry, California is not legal yet. Uh, Texas is not legal yet. So those are pretty big population centers where they closest place to come to bet legally is here. So we get we got to kind of watch that when we set lines. Obviously, that there's a West Coast bias out here. Uh, but we're we're basically on futures. You're letting us hold the money for a while. Kind of a handicapping tip. It's not always the best bet in the world to, to do a future bet. It's tough to win those, yeah. uh, but it's still fun. And oh, it's awesome! You know, I, I have a guy a few years back came back and had bought his grandpa ticket so he could hold the ticket and watch the games all year long, and it's great. That's oh, that's, that's cool. what yeah, future that's should very be about. Cool. Yeah, that's cool. I love that. So, Jimbo, I think we ought to get into some picks before that Mike get out of here. Yeah, I, mean, I was going to say. A, we got a damn expert here. We're in the middle of the action. We are at the sports book. The guy that's involved with all of it, the lines, the people, the action, the tickets, the whole thing. We have our picks. Uh, let's, do the, let's, let's go through the games, and I think we give the big guy here a chance to make his picks <laughs> right here so too. on Two Average Gems to see what happens in the middle of the epicenter of gambling, which is right here at Mandalay Bay Resort. A casino in Las Vegas. Jimbo, yes. what do we got? So we've got uh, – it's another good weekend of college football. Shocker. A lot of teams are on a bye week, though, in the SEC. I think there's only two or – I think there's only four SEC games in total this weekend. So I went with a couple other conference matchups that are going to be good ones. But the first game – Put a little Pac-10 Miss, flavor in here, yep, too. Is Ole Miss at LSU, and LSU is favored by one and a half. I am leaning towards Ole Miss in that one. I like. I just think they're a much better team. LSU has really, 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 really struggled in the past game, and I mean, I, I just, I don't know. I like Ole Miss. Ole Miss is just a better football team to me. Um, I'm wondering, does Brian Kelly, is he finally starting to get his legs under him? Is he finally figuring this thing out? Um, I know they're struggling in the past game, much like Jimbo is today after last <laughs> night. Um, much like I am, too. I'm not trying to, t- to give him all the credit for the suffering. Um, Ole Miss on the road against LSU, historically, I don't know what that is because, shocker, I don't do the research. But uh, is that a night game? Uh, let me check. He usually gets 7 or 8 o'clock. Let me check. Yeah, um, LSU gets a lot of night So games. you're going Ole Miss? Yeah. I'm going to go uh, – if it's a night game, I might go LSU. You can see how, you know, we're experts good idea. on this. Good, good idea. Talk it through. 1230. Okay, I'm going Ole Miss on that one. 
Because the Cajuns won't be crazy at 1230 kickoff. Yeah. They are crazy at those at night nine. games. All right, what do you think, Mike? So I, I, it's kind of a conflict of interest for me to do too much, but I will say this. Uh, I don't play anything but underdogs ever. So maybe we can give you some wisdom from a bookmaker. NFL, yeah. NFL especially, if you, if you play dogs, the worst you'll do year-round is 50-50. You don't even have to worry. Just pick the dogs. You'll hit 50%. Don't have to pay whoever you pay at BetMGM right. Sportsbooks. But, so I, I'm strictly, I've learned over the years, underdogs, especially NFL, but even in college, I'm, I'm a big underdog believer, maybe except for Alabama, Georgia, where they get these big blowouts. But, you know, when they're on the road, even then it gets iffy it does. on a favorite. And it they've does. had a few early games, especially where Kent State even, although that conference that's a better is my team. favorite conference. That's a, yeah. better, that's a better yeah. football team than people think. Yeah, that I'm whole conference. Yeah. It's, it's amazing, yeah. man. And uh, my high school coach was Frank Solich, and he went to Ohio and took them to their first bowl game right away. So th- I've seen those teams and watched them kind of with some interest. In the, oh, nice. That, that, that conference is tough, and they, they play tough football. So it's kind of fun to watch that. But here's my point on bet, taking that game. If you look at it, and this is how you might want to look at, it, at what Vegas is doing, the point spread is one and a half. We've got uh, Mississippi at 20 to one to win the conference. And the other side is a hundred to one. So that tells me LSU is not that good a team compared glad I, to I'm Mississippi. Glad I picked Ole Miss. And <laughs> I, it is at LSU, right? Yes, so it that, is. that's maybe you know typical football. That's a three-point advantage. Maybe in college it's more, mm-hmm. but still, uh, you're talking about a team we think has a shot of winning the conference against a team that we don't think has any chance. I like that. So at least stay away from LSU, maybe. Right. And that's part of the game too. Maybe not. Always betting, but just saying, hey, maybe I'll stay away from that yeah. game. Okay. Phenomenal. Love the insight. You're not going to get that kind of insight anywhere, ladies and gentlemen. Nope. You may hear some background noise. That's because we are at the epicenter, the world center of gambling right here at Mandalay Bay. Uh, and we are with Mike Perennia, who runs the Mandalay Bay Sportsbook, giving us that insider information. You won't find that anywhere. Mike, that's incredible. Let's go to game two, Jimbo. you got Mississippi State at Alabama. Alabama's fared by 21. What are you doing? I think... Alabama has historically been very, very good coming off of a loss in the Nick Saban era. I believe they're like 15 and one. I know they've only lost one game. I don't know how many wins they have because they never really lose. Has so he, I was gonna say, has he lost 15 <laughs> games? Yeah, I don't. I, that's what I, it might not even be 15. <laughs> so I just know they're. Uh, I think they'll be fired up. I think. Uh, I, I don't know. I just. I think they'll kind of re-lock in, get their season back on track. And um, I think Mississippi State's kind of floundering right now. I had more confidence in Mississippi State at the beginning of the year. I thought they were going to surprise some people. Um, and they're talented. They got some NFL talent. That's legit. But I just I think they're floundering. They're losing momentum, and Alabama's going to get right back on track. All right, so you're going to Alabama, minus the 21. Mississippi State surprised me this past weekend because I felt like they were starting to really, I mean, maybe – contend maybe be a surprise here uh, I'm not saying for a national title but uh, contending in the SEC is very difficult and the loss to Kentucky I mean just that's the, that's the problem in the SEC yeah. right you got to do these games every week I'm as much as I think Saban's gonna just be fired up 21 seems like a big number it, it is. I gotta go the other way I'm going Mississippi State to cover 
Alabama's going to win the game. That's not going to be an issue. Right. I, I say Mississippi State covers the 21. What do you think, Mike? You know what? That's uh, I, you, Like I said, I wouldn't take a favorite anyway, so I wouldn't play that game. But that might be one of those games we were talking about earlier where you take the the, the favorite and they get, off, they get whacked out in the first quarter, and maybe you can play a middle on the in-game wagering if you have that option. You know, like people that have the BetMGM app can do that, but... Uh, but, yeah, I, I would stay away from that game personally and, uh, unless I could try to play a middle, which is also possible. If you could find 20 and a half, that's another thing people and wise guys do in Vegas is a lot of middling. You only have to win one out of 20 to right. break even if you figure do the math close to that anyway. Uh, if you can get 20 and a half and then it goes up at game time, because I, I think, like you guys think, it's Alabama's at home, right? Yeah. So yep. they lost. That line's probably going to go up. So if you can get 20 and a half or buy it down to 20 and a half, that thing could go to 22, 24. You might have a then good you go middle. Then go the other way to good middle. Yeah, you're risking yeah. 10%. If you win, you win both bets. Yep. And uh, uh, that works better in the NFL, I'll be honest with you. A lot of wise guys will play middles in the NFL because the scoring is more sevens and threes, obviously. But in college, there's a lot of the missed extra points going for two, and then you have the overtime rules, which throw everything else into to whack, too. Yeah. So... The, the, you know, the middling thing, um, for those of you who don't know what that is, right, it's you, you bet you got a spread at one place that, let's say, it's five, and another place it's seven. You bet the one side here and the one side here, if it lands on five, six, or seven, right, right. you get a push on either side, so you get a push and a win, right. no risk. You could hit it if it lands on six. Right. Both. Right? Right. And you're going to win one of them, so you lose your juice at 10%. Yeah, you right? lose so, your juice. So that's a middling thing, and, and you got to be a pro to get in this. you got to be devoted to it and paying attention and really understand it. If you're gambling with your heart, maybe paying attention to some stuff, like having some information like we do, eh, you know, you're going to be – it's going to be a struggle. But – you get into a situation where you're doing this middling thing. It's very interesting. And with the live betting, so my question, Mike, before we do the last couple games and get you out of here, with BetMGM, are the lines the same everywhere, no matter where you log in and use your app? Yeah, and, and, and basically what you're looking at is in states where it's legal, you can have, and, and Vegas especially, that's why wise guys live here because there's 10 different books with 10 different lines sometimes right and if you're playing middles you want to live in vegas sure because not everybody is in every state and not every state it's legal and if you're playing middles you want to make you don't want to have your bookie not pay you because then the middle thing goes all out the door <laughs> but uh, not that that's anyone bets with the bookie i'm not endorsing that but uh, yeah. it's it's interesting and you can bet way more i mean I, I i had a guy come in that was betting small small and one day he came in and he bet like 10 times what he normally bets and I go, what's going on? He goes, well, I'm playing middles now. I'm only going to lose 10. Per He's bet 5,000. The most I can lose is 500. I'm really only betting 500 to win 10,000 if it hits the middle. So I kind of get his logic as long as you don't up it too much. But sure. really, you can bet a lot more if you're playing both sides of a game because you're going to win one side. And you're sure. only going to lose yeah. the juice on that. Sure, sure. Man, that's, that is that's crazy. Cool. That's cool. All right. We're going to get you a little Pac-10 flavor out here, a little love. Um, we've got UCLA at Oregon. Interesting game. Uh, Oregon has really rallied since our game, yeah. since we really beat the crap big out time. of them. Oregon minus six, Jimbo. Who do you like here? UCLA. I, li I think they're playing really good football. Their quarterback, Dorian Thompson-Robinson, is playing the best football of his career. And I, I really think they have a better defense than people think. They're more physical. They're not your typical UCLA team that maybe – 
is not as physical in the line of scrimmage, but they have really good skill guys. I think they're actually very physical on the line of scrimmage, and I think they win the game because of that, and they win the trenches. Mike, I'm going to wait till I'm going last. All right. I, I, you know me, I like the underdog. I mean, in UCLA and, and, and that game you guys had, that was kind of devastating. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was a poor way for them to start the season. And, that, and you're right, they've recovered a little bit. They're yeah. looking better. Uh, I wouldn't hold that against them, losing that, you know, that game early. And they've been playing really well. So if I was going to play that game, I'd have to go with the, the dog, too. You go with the dog also. You go UCLA. All right. So I... I, um, I'm going to go with the Ducks here. I, I, I really think that um, I, I think they've hit a little bit of a stride here. And I, and I, I know UCLA's good, but I don't trust them yet. I don't trust them. I'm going to Oregon. Next game, Jimbo, Texas A&M and South Carolina. Uh, Texas A&M favored by three and a half. South Carolina, Jimbo's talked about on the show before. Funky place to play. Pain in the ass fans. Uh, all you South Carolina fans that watch the show, we love you for sure. We were talking about some other fans that maybe were pains <laughs> in the asses. Uh, Jimbo, what do you like there? I actually like South Carolina. Oh, I'm following. I'm following Mike with the dogs. I like that strategy. Okay. I like, but I actually I like South Carolina in that game. Okay. I just I'm, think Texas A&M is they're I kind of that Bama game was like their Super Bowl. And they've already had a couple other bad losses. I just don't think they're going to play well as a team. I think the locker room's kind of given up. So um, because of that, I'm going South Carolina. You're going Shane Beamer. I'm going Shane Beamer. Uh, I'm going Jimbo Fisher on this one. As much as I don't like him, uh, I'm going to go with Jimbo Fisher. I think they travel. I think they cover the three and a half. I think they win by a touchdown or more. Uh, I think they're going to take care of that. Um, I think they'll control the crowd, and I think they'll be fine. Mike, what do you think? I, I know you're know, going dog. Probably. Well, you know, I, I would definitely <laughs> not take that dog. I'm staying away from that yeah, game. That's a stay o- only away. because, you know, according to the, v- the Vegas guys here, there's no worse team in that conference other than <laughs> that team. They're 500 to 1 to win the conference. I mean, uh, it's, I a, it's amazing this, to me. South Carolina has really fallen down. AM's 150 to 1, so they're not a lot better, but that's a pretty big disparity. And right. I, I, you know, I kind of thinking that's uh, South Carolina's just maybe packed it in worse than the other team, but who knows? That's that's a couple bad teams that's, playing each other. Yeah. <laughs> that's an incredible way to look at it because South Carolina has the same odds right now, right here in the sports book, to win the SEC championship as Vanderbilt, Missouri, <laughs> Auburn. I mean, it's the Never seller. seen that before, right? It's the basement. And the bottom line is we don't go much higher than 500. It's probably true odds are way higher, but at 500, people are going to bet it, so we All don't right. need to well, make it Jimbo, any higher. Good luck on that one, pal. Uh, and, and you don't like Jimbo, but you call your son Jimbo? I, I'm getting <laughs> conflicting messages here. <laughs> well, there's one Jimbo I love, and there's another Jimbo that I don't love. All right, we'll just I say agree that. with that. Uh, Syracuse-Clemson is the last game we're going to do. Syracuse is at Clemson. Syracuse is having a heck of a season. Yeah. not sure I trust them yet, like UCLA yet either, but I'm not sure I trust Clemson. Clemson's favored by 13 and a half. Man. That's a big number. It is, and I am going Syracuse. I'm going to keep too. the strategy of what Mike said, go with Me the dogs. Too. But I also think, I don't think they win the game, but um, they're a scrappy football team. I do think they keep it close, and I, 13 and a half, I just I saw that. I thought that was too many. Yeah, that's a great idea, Jim, but I'll take a beer. Um, <laughs> All of the beers today are brought to you by Blue 32 back home, our recovery spot, uh, and all of our guest speakers 
get a $100 gift certificate to Blue 32. Mike, we hope you can fly back to Jacksonville to use that. I yeah. got it, right? You got to come yeah. back. We go there because they've got cryotherapy, hyperbaric chamber, compression stuff to recover from working out and also from working in Las Vegas. Uh, thanks to Blue 32. Last pick to you, Mike, before we get you out of here, Syracuse and Clemson. Clemson minus 13 and a half. I know where you're going to go. Yeah, I, I mean, I can't play that either, but we yeah. re really respect Clemson. They're minus 500 to win that conference. Mm -hmm. Obviously, they're way ahead of everybody else, but you got to lay 500 to win 100 on Clemson to win the ACC right now. You can get 20 to 1 on uh, the other side on of Syracuse. that game, Syracuse. Yeah. Uh, but Jimbo has it right. If you have to bet a favorite in the line, it would be too much probably on that game. The money line's the safer way to go. Of course, you're not going to get as much profit. You know, you might have to lay 350 or 400 to win 100, but you also don't have to win by 13 and a half. So right. uh, last words of wisdom, maybe if you have to play a favorite, look at the money line. Don't try to cover the spread. Okay. Uh, last night's Monday night football is a perfect example of that. Yeah. You know, it probably could have got a middle on that game, too, if you bought a point or two. Interesting. I mean, it's just incredible. It, it really is incredible. It's information like, incredible. We're sorry about the background noise here. If you guys can hear it, I'm not sure if you can, but that's because, like I mentioned, we are at the epicenter of gambling. We're in the sports book right here at Mandalay Bay Resort and Casino in Las Vegas with our special guest, Mike Perenio, who runs the show here. Mike, we can't thank you enough for the hospitality. All the way you roll out the red carpet for us. The Oregon game when we were here, we had the whole place going crazy over the dogs. It was great. All the dog fans, we told them when we got back home, Jacksonville Bulldog Club people went nuts. We told them we represented them here right here. All the people in Athens, we told them, thank you so much for watching over a couple of dogs here. And, uh, and thanks for having us. And bet MGM, Mandalay Bay, if you come to, to Las Vegas, you got to come here. Come see Mike in the sports book. He's an accessible guy. He loves his people that are in here. Employees are great. The place is fantastic. Jimbo, what else? You got anything you want to say? No, no, nothing, but thank you so much. This has been an incredible experience. Like my dad said to open the show, it's just incredible to be able to do this and be in this amazing studio, be in this amazing place. So really, I can't thank you enough. This is just incredible. Thank uh, you so much. Thanks for having me here. We don't get to yeah. contact Georgia a lot you know no legalized gambling yet so it's nice to get contact with people if they come out here to play some games come out and bet the sec maybe you come out for the championship game come out here it's a fun place to be we had the notre dame and byu the the uh what a shamrock series here. Yep. what an event at allegiant stadium and i recommend any sec team they should do the same thing here at allegiant that's you should and pack 12 championship games here in at this stadium oh, killer oh that's great you know it's a great idea and i SEC should do it. It's a neutral. Nobody gets home court. You come to Vegas. We have plenty of hotels. Every conference championship should be in Vegas, in oh, my opinion. Why that'd not? And then, that would then be you take amazing. away that home field stuff out of the equation. Right. We that like that. We, we like that as long as as long as the SEC ones in Atlanta. Yeah, and we're okay with that. I don't want to take away from anybody, but yeah. uh, it's just a good idea. We like that oh, Atlanta yeah. location. Yeah. yeah. Every other the year. dogs. You know. <laughs> That's good for us. Mike, thank you so Appreciate much. Appreciate it. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you, guys. You thank you man. so much, Mike. Appreciate you it. Are good luck. The best. Hope you have thank some luck. Thank you so much. We'll, you. we'll give it everything we got. We'll be in there in a little while to give you some money and see what happens. Uh, what, a, what an absolute pleasure to have Mike in here. Can't thank him enough. Ken and Dez are behind the scenes, busting their asses, taking care of us. Um, I got to tell you, this is a little bit euphoric, Jimbo. We went from being yeah. at game one in the sports book, game 
six. Yeah. Yeah, we're six now. Yeah. Yeah. And we're now not only in the sports book, we're in the studio inside the sports book here at Mandalay Bay Resort and Casino. Having the time of our life. A little banged up from last night. Got a little bit of the sacrament here to get us through the show. We got a lot more to talk about. Uh, we've got some fans that are traveling with us. We might even have some fans come into the studio. We're trying to figure out where the heck they are. Uh, Jimbo, <laughs> we should probably get into the Vanderbilt game. Yes. yes. 55 uh, nothing. Yep. Right? We yep. show up, and I got to say my perspective on that game is we've been a little bit uh, up and down with our performances of the year so yeah. far. Uh, but I will say we looked crisp. We did. We looked crisp. Really, really I, good. I think we played uh, smart football, mm-hmm. uh, no pun intended, coach. Um, and I don't know if we could say it was any type of a statement game because it's Vanderbilt. Uh, but I do feel like 55 to nothing against a team that is already over the win total projected in Las Vegas right here in the Mandalay Bay Sportsbook. Their total was two and a half. They were three, three and two coming to the game. Clark Lee's doing a nice job with that program. Yep. Um, and, you know, they come into Athens and we just absolutely smash them. Yeah, just for some stats to show. And we're seven and oh, by the way. Just wanted to. We're doing pretty sure good here. Got that right. Um, just some crazy stats that kind of spell out the domination. We had 30 first downs to wow. Vanderbilt's 10. We had 579 yards of total offense. They only had 150 yards of total offense. They threw the ball for 103 and rushed for 47. They really only had that one series, right? Yeah. That that one stretch. And they, yeah. So we were, uh, other, we, time of possession was, we had the ball for 39 minutes. Vanderbilt had it for 21. um, And we averaged, I believe we averaged 9.4 yards per pass completion. So basically, every time we caught a pass, it was essentially a first down. Yeah, that's how so you get that, to 30, I guess. Yeah, and, um, and so we just – I thought we played great, like you said. Clean game, 8 of 13 on third down. I thought the red zone, we executed better. We're still scoring in the red zone, and we're starting to see more touchdowns, which we re- – I mean, that's going to pay dividends in the future. We do have a lot of big games coming up, the toughest part of our schedule. I'm excited to see how we handle it. And have big games week in and week out. And we're going to do a big Florida preview show next week. Yeah. Um, so I know normally we do a review and preview. A couple more stats from the Vandy game. Stet, I thought, played great. Had two touchdowns. Clean. clean 24 for 30. 24 of 30. 289 yards. Darnell kind of had a breakout game yep. in the passing game. Uh, I should say, you know, as a receiver, he had a breakout game. He had four catches for 78 yards. That led the team. And I think you're going to see him start to be used a little bit more as defenses try to key on Brock Bowers because you can't cover Darnell either. Yeah. So as long as we're getting him more involved, that's going to open up things for Brock Warner. That's going to open up things for A.D. Mitchell, Lad McConkey, And, I, you know, I also love to see Don Blaylock got a touchdown, had some nice grabs. Eric Gilbert got in the end zone. Nice incredible, to see. Nice to see for him. A couple just catches, an, I think. Yeah, just an incredible story of everything he's been through. Just really great to see stuff like that happen when he's worked so hard to get back on the field. You saw, like, the Georgia offense, the whole sideline was going nuts around him, you know, congratulating him. 
you love to see that connection um, on the team. And then Carson Beck came in and looked great. Looks good. I mean, again. very, very clean. Looks good again. I'm really excited for him to continue to develop. And I really think, you know, I really think he's the guy in the future. Um, obviously, Stet's our guy. He's playing great. He's the leader. He's, you know, he's our guy. But really excited for the future um, to see what Carson can do. And and to get to kind of the key takeaways. Uh, Before you do the takeaways, yeah. Jimbo, I'm going to let you do that on your own because okay. as we've seen in the past on the show, every <laughs> once in a while Jimbo has to get up and leave the actual show, which I am now going to do. Uh, I've got to get up for one second. I'll be right back. Hopefully, um, Des, you're, Des, you're fine. You leave everything where it's at? Yeah. <laughs> where it's at. Our producer at home knows he'll do something funny with this. Yep. Um, I will be right back. Jimbo, you're yeah, on your own. I got Hopefully it. Hopefully you can handle it in your struggling it. situation. I got it. I'll be right power back. through it. So my key takeaway, as I already mentioned, one average 9.5 yards per pass completion. We started fast and focused, and we put them away early, really, which is what I was looking for us to do because these last couple games when we've kind of played down to our opponent, um, I, re- I mean, I just loved how clean we played. And it was great momentum to go into the bye week with. You know, we got a big matchup with Florida. Like Mike was saying earlier, you know, a lot of people are thinking we're overlooking Florida because of that big matchup in Athens. November 5th against Tennessee might be the game of the year in college football. I know Tennessee-Alabama was amazing, and uh, we'll talk about that game next. But Florida's a, a good team. They've got excellent skill players at you know, some key positions. Anthony Richardson is dangerous. And their D-line is actually probably the strength of their team. So I'm excited to give a more in-depth analysis of Florida. Um, the bad takeaways I had, which were not many, um, we got a big stretch of our schedule coming up, huge stretch of our schedule. And, you know, Vandy, it's not, a, not that that was a bye week, but that was a good game for us to get back on track. And, uh, you know, to look ahead, we got healthy, or we need to get healthy, I should say. We need A.D. Mitchell back for the stretch. Jalen Carter, who I think is the most important player on our team. Um, Kendall Milton needs to get healthy. Smile Mondin. Instead, he's been a little bit banged up. He favors his arm sometimes. That you can tell he's a little banged up. But um, that's kind of my – I didn't really have any bad takeaways. Maybe ball security. Stett did have a fumble, but – He's, uh, he's been looking great. So my MVPs of the game uh, on defense was Chris Smith. He was flying around, had a great tackle for loss, really looked great in coverage as well. And then Darnell for kind of having a breakout game um, as a receiver. I thought he just – it's great to see him shine. And, um, I, you know, it was awesome. And hopefully Big Jim gets back here soon so I don't have to ramble by myself. But I think he is using the facilities and maybe getting another beer, although we have some here for him. I don't know what he would be doing. But maybe he's going to hit the tables real quick. I don't know. Um, but now I'll go into the uh, NFL dog segment that we normally do, and hopefully by the end of that, my co-host and father will be back to do the show with me. Um, a couple great weekends uh, for the dogs in the NFL. Jordan Davis, I thought, played great on Sunday Night Football. He really wreaks havoc, um, forcing pressures, being a run stopper. He's just really exciting to watch. I mean, he's a mountain of a human. So it was great to see the Eagles cover the spread because I did 
take them right as we got here at the Mandalay Sportsbook. And um, that was awesome. So I won that bet. Great cash out uh, at the start of the trip. Andrew Thomas has been playing great for the New York Giants. They're off to a 5-1 and one start. Nobody on earth would have said that, um, that they would be off to a 5-1 and one start. There's just no way. Um, so he's playing great. You can really see how big of a deal coaching is in the NFL because that team is not very much different than last year, and last year they did not win a lot of games. So Andrew Thomas is playing great. And then wanted to uh, give a shout-out to Jake Fromm. He signed to the Washington Commanders, and um, he signed to their practice squad. So really glad to see him back in the league. He's such a great guy, good buddy of mine. Had a very successful career at Georgia, and hopefully he can stick and, um, you know, stay in the league for longer. So shout-out to Jake. Here is Big Jim coming back. Um, back and better than ever. <laughs> I, uh, I basically just went through the takeaways. I did our NFL dog segment and figured we'd roll into listener questions. Um, Perfect. And we're, we got a lot of great questions again. But um, we really – so we're just going with one question. And from Blake, this uh, it's a great question because we can spend a lot of time on it. So, who does the playoff committee put in the playoff if we beat Tennessee and Alabama beats us in the SEC championship? All teams would have one loss, but still very good teams. It's a great question. It's wow. a scenario that a lot of people have been talking about since the Alabama-Tennessee game because Tennessee pulled out the win. That 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 is in fact. Um a scenario, not one that I like or that I'm excited uh, to think about uh, from the standpoint of us rolling through and then losing to Alabama SC Championship. But I think, Blake, great question. Thanks for sending it. I think the way you got to look at that is this. Um, if that were to happen, Alabama gets in. No question. SEC champ uh, gets SC in SEC champ gets sure. in. One loss. I mean, that's, that's ha- done. They're in. Yeah. Done. Um, us losing in the SC Championship game to Alabama, who at that point will be ranked top three. Yeah. Um, and having beaten Tennessee head-to-head, I think we get in. I Me think too. Tennessee I think doesn't get, get in. in, and I also think there's a little bit of Jimbo. I think there's a little bit of style, flavor, whatever you want to call it, that Tennessee doesn't have that Alabama, of course, has, and we have. Yeah. So I think they are not an SEC championship. They did beat Alabama, but it's sort of a quality win factor, even though it was a big win. I get it. But they're going to go head-to-head for sure. Yeah. And that's if we the... beat Tennessee, we are in the playoff. Now, we got to win the rest of our games. Well, I'm saying win them all. and then oh, they, yeah. They, they, yeah. To Blake's question is what yeah. I'm talking about. But the question will be, at that point, you've got Bama, right? They're in. Yeah. Ohio State, I think, makes it. Yeah, right? if they win Like, if Ohio State wins in. out and Clemson yeah, wins in. out, they're, they're in. They're both in, yep. And then it would be us then at the four. Then it would be us at the four, yeah. Which is the same damn or three, playoff I mean. that's been going on for yeah. half a century. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, Blake, great question, but I really believe if we went out and lose the SC Championship, we get in. Tennessee is out. Bama's obviously in. You yeah, agree with that? I, I agree completely. Yeah. I think, I mean, 
it, it'll be very interesting. I don't really know if, if Ohio State and Clemson drop a game or they do not win their conference, I think that's the only scenario that you could see a three SEC team playoff. But it's still I just I feel like it's still unlikely because the committee probably knows they're gonna get roasted for trying to put three SEC teams in. It'll be interesting to see if the Big Ten guys slap each other around a little bit and Clemson yeah. falters. The Big Ten's top-heavy, and it's going to come down to Ohio State-Michigan Yeah, because they're in the same division. But they also have to play – Ohio State's got to play Penn State also. Uh, uh, yeah, they do. But, so, but you, I mean, that's not a nobody. No, Michigan just killed Penn yeah. State, though. Yeah. And I, I think Ohio State's a lot better than Michigan. Yeah. But it's going to be an interesting – Interesting scenario. We'll see. I, I still feel great about the dogs. And I think at this point in the season, how we've played and how we've done, I'm really excited for just this big November, end of October stretch of games that we have coming up. Because it's going to be a big game every single weekend. You probably touched on this when I stepped out, but I think this is such a great time for the team to get healthy. Right. Yes. Let's get smart about what we're doing as we head into this big stretch that you're talking about. This is the meat of our schedule. We got to go Florida, Tennessee, Kentucky, Mississippi State. I mean, there's four games there. Those are three of those are on the road. Yeah. Just like Mike talked about. I mean that. So we have a gauntlet that we're coming into. Yep. Getting healthy is key. We got to get Jalen Carter back. Yeah. Got to have him back. Yep. I, I'm hoping Lad's okay. He is. Um, okay, that's good. Um, and if we get Eric Gilbert yeah. in the ball game, um, if we can run the football, if our line play is good, those are a lot of ifs, I still feel like we're going to be favored in all of our games. Right now yeah, we're favored I, I 17 so. against Florida. We're favored. The early line for the Tennessee game is 10 and a half. 10 and a half, and we're checking that stuff here, right here at Mandalay Bay yeah. uh, Resort and Casino. You look right outside the studio, and there's a, a damn uh, – board that is as big as a neighborhood that has all of the odds of all you'd ever want to bet it's on. so awesome. TVs everywhere. Big screens bigger than houses. Um, it's really just a spectacular place. We don't deserve to be here just like we don't deserve to be in our studio at home. Uh, we do have a bathroom right next to the studio at home. Not quite inside this <laughs> massive complex that we're in right now. So sometimes if you need to get up, Jimbo, just to give you a heads up, it might take you a little bit longer. Yeah. Jimmy Evans. I thought maybe you were playing on the tables or something. Well, I ran into some fans, and we had a little <laughs> conversation, and uh, we may have fans joining us here in the studio in a minute. Jimmy Evans back home. We're missing you this week, buddy. We appreciate everything you're doing for us. Thanks for linking up with the folks out here to help us with Des and Ken. Um, and you would go crazy out here. So next yeah. time, next time you got to make the road trip. we got to save up some pennies for that. Yes. we got to get some sponsors. Speaking of those, Jimbo, <laughs> Classic City Collective, we've talked about them. We've had the CEO, Matt Hibbs, on the show before. Uh, they are really doing some great things for Georgia football, yep. for Georgia athletes in general, for all of the athletes out there. The biggest thing that we like about what they're doing is the fact that they've got a sustainable approach to what they're doing as far as NIL, making sure that we've got the donations coming in, the money coming in for our athletes, the opportunities coming in for our athletes, Jimbo, and also teaching them about how do you manage all this, right? Not just how do you manage money, how do you manage the opportunities, how do you manage the contracts, how do you manage the taxes, the finances, all of that stuff. We're yeah. thrilled that they're a part of Two Average Gems. We're looking forward to being with them uh, when they come down for Georgia, Florida. We're going to get into all that stuff. We've got a monster tailgater that we'll talk about 
probably going to be 500 plus. Georgia Band's going to be there. The cheerleaders, the Spike Squad, Harry Dog, Harry Dog some of the Hall of Fame inductees, former players. Uh, Jimbo and I are going to be doing some recording out there. It's going to be a blast. It's going to be great. Classic City Collective, though, Jimbo, they're doing it right. They're yeah. doing what we need. They're, they're leading, and it's sustainable. Yep. Don't you agree? Yeah, and the best thing that y'all can do is join the 21 Club. And what that is is it's a $21 a month donation to Classic City Collective to create sustainable money for these NIL deals for these athletes. And it's not just football. That's always the big spotlight on these recruits getting seven-figure recruiting NIL deals. Classic City Collective does it for every single athlete at the University of Georgia. Like you said, they have the great leadership in place with Matt Hibbs, their CEO, and all the other great people that work there, Patrick. And um, they just have a great structure, and it is sustainable. So go to their website, ClassicCityCollective.com, or follow them on social media at Classic City Collective. Join the 21 Club. That is the best thing you can do to help Georgia football to help every UGA sport and to help our athletes. If half the capacity of Sanford Stadium joined the 21 Club, there would be over $900,000 a month in essentially recurring revenue for our athletes, which is a big deal. That's fantastic. So, um, shout out to our guys at Classic City Collective. And um, go to their website and join the 21 Do it. Club. Jimbo that and I are both members. Yeah, we're both members. It's a way for you to contribute directly to the athletes yeah. at the University of Georgia, a place we love, close to our heart, national championship man here. I'm graduating in December, and let me tell you something, we're going to have a celebration like I think people yeah. haven't seen in a while. Uh, that's going to be a big one. We'll have more details on that if anybody wants to get involved in the yep. graduation celebration uh, of uh, one of the two average gyms, the – basically the half of a person rather than one and a half to Jimbo. Uh, Jimbo, I mean, can you really believe what the hell is going on right it's now? Crazy. We are in the studio inside the sports book at Mandalay Bay Resort Casino in Las Vegas. There's action everywhere. We apologize for the background noise. There's nothing we can do about it because we're it's literally at, we're at the World Center of Gambling right yeah. here. We World just Center had, of Gambling. We I love just it. had I love it, sir. the man who runs the entire sports book in here picking the games, telling us which way to go, telling us how to bet. Ken's coming back with a coffee. He's on fire. <laughs> I'm telling you, Jimbo, I don't know. We're it's too great. lucky, man. We're not we only are. two average gyms. We're two lucky gyms. As we my are. father, Jim McCarthy, says, if you're lucky enough to be Jim McCarthy, you're lucky enough. Yep. What else have we got for everybody? I, I think that's pretty much it. It was a great show. We, had, we got through the Vandy review, got through a, a great special guest interview, and, you know, it's the bye week, so – Little, a uh, little more low key week for the dogs, but I, I, I think we had a great show. Great show, and I, I got everyone will love it. I think we look back on our picks last week. I'm not sure of this, but Jimmy Evans, maybe you could put this in the, in this show. Score prediction last week. I'm almost positive I was 55-3. Yeah, I think you were too. And it was 55 nothing, with that missed field goal they had. Yep. 44-yarder. That joker should have made it, although I'm glad we got the shutout. I prefer <laughs> yeah. the shutout over me being correct on a score. Do we need a score predictions for this week? It's a bye week. That's exactly right. <laughs> Tried to trick Jimbo, and look at that. He's not struggling anymore. He is back. Thank the Lord. Thank the <laughs> Lord. Hopefully Las Vegas is good to us. We have to get back to our day jobs here tomorrow, a little bit this evening. Uh, thank you so much for watching. Thank you to all of our sponsors out there. Blue 32, Classic City Collective, 
Movement Mortgage back home, Atlantic Chiropractic, BetMGM, Mandalay Bay Resort and Casino. Jacksonville Bulldog Jacksonville Club. Jacksonville Bulldog Club. Man, let me tell you something. They, we've told everybody about how passionate you guys are back home, and they buy into it out here in Vegas, yes. our second time out, so much so that they're in the damn studio. So can't wait to see everybody at Georgia, Florida. We've got a huge show next week. We have a special guest coming on. It is Vern Lundquist, the iconic broadcaster, Hall of Famer. He is coming on with us to Average Gyms next week, Georgia, Florida. Uh, we can't wait. It's going to be a blast. Stay tuned. Jimbo, that's a wrap, my man. Great show. Go, Go dogs. dogs. See you guys next time.